Hello, thank you for joining us and welcome to our podcast, Elevate Your Business. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Payroll 101. We are also going to be talking about all of the great tips we can get from our guest speaker today, Jessica Bush. I'm Laurie Lee, owner of Elevate Business Law. Thank you for joining us and welcome to Elevate Your Business, our podcast meant to give business owners great information and tips from experienced advisors. I am Laurie Lee, owner of Elevate Business Law. We provide legal advice to small businesses throughout the state of Florida. As part of our mission to provide small business owners with good business practices, we interview business advisors from various industries. Today, it's Payroll 101 with Jessica Bush from ADP. You can contact Jessica at 904-962-6878, and I'll give you her email address as well. It's jessica.bush at adp.com. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Lori. Today, we are talking about Payroll 101, which is your area of expertise. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to have you here. You are with ADP, which is a, a payroll company, but also you offer many other types of employee services, which we can get into towards the end of the podcast. But today, I asked you to join us because I wanted you to tell us about First of all, the basics of payroll, what is it, how it works, and then I wanted to get into some of your experiences with payroll, maybe the downsides and the upsides. So to start with, can you give us a basic, uh, basic explanation of what are payroll services? Okay. So payroll pertains to any company that has employees to pay. So uh, a, a client can have a 1099 employee, which is a contractor, or a W-2 employee. And there's a big difference between those two. Um, the IRS has a series of questions to determine what is a 1099 employee and what is a W-2 employee. So if businesses have W-2 employees to pay, then they need to take out payroll taxes. That is the basis of you know, what ADP does is handle the payroll taxes and calculate those properly and get those to the appropriate agencies uh, for those taxes. I'm glad you brought that up, though, the difference between a W-2 employee and a 1099 contractor. And you mentioned that the IRS has um, a, a, a test, basically, a, a list of factors to help businesses determine if someone is an independent contractor and should receive a Form 1099 or whether someone is a true employee and should receive a, a W-2. Um, and, and it's funny enough because I've written a, a blog post on our website about this, and there's a couple of other tests as well. The Department of Labor has their own test as well as the Florida Department of Revenue. Um, you know, combining all three of these tests together and figuring out what's required <laughs> isn't always easy. Mm -hmm. But once a business owner gets to the point where they say, yes, I have a true employee, then your services come in to, 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 to factor and you say, we'll help you with payroll taxes. So what exactly are payroll taxes? 
So when I get with a business, the first thing that I do is try to educate them about what I call payroll 101. So many small businesses, whether they've been in business or not, they are not really familiar with the payroll taxes that come out of employees' checks. So a certain uh, part comes out for federal income tax, which goes to the IRS, and then Social Security and Medicare, which also is reported to the IRS. And then the company has to match the Social Security and Medicare. The company also has employer taxes, federal unemployment, and state unemployment. And then depending on where the state, uh, where the business is, they may have state income tax. They may also have local income taxes. So every state has its own rules. And what our system does is it calculates those appropriate taxes. We automatically debit the business account for the tax and electronically send that to the appropriate agencies. So ADP takes the liability for those calculations being performed properly and sent to the agency on time. At the end of the quarter, the business owner also is responsible for sending in proper quarterly reports to the IRS and their state agencies. That's also included in our service. Since we're making those tax deposits to those agencies, we're going to go ahead and do those quarterly reports. And that's what a lot of people really are scared of when they start a business is how to calculate this. What percentage is it? Where does it need to go? When is it due? How do I fill out these reports? So you know, outsourcing your payroll is a true advantage for small businesses or any size business truly because it saves them the time and the hassle of learning this when they're trying to concentrate on running their business. Mm, absolutely. So just to kind of go back a little bit, the, the specific taxes are you've got, you've got federal taxes and then you've got state taxes. And there's mm -hmm. different types of federal taxes and different types of state taxes all of the calculations of which are different. Um, Correct. And, and so I can see how, and I know from my own business, it does get complicated. Um, mm -hmm. And it is intimidating for many small business owners to, number one, learn what's required, um, and, and number two, figure out how to actually go through the process. Um, but number three, like what you're saying, is the liability of it. If you make a mistake, how do you fix it, and, and what are the consequences of that? So those are all great things I want to continue talking about and follow up on. Um, one of the things that I, I also want to say is, you know, the reporting and doing it electronically. You mentioned that. Um, and that's, that in and of itself is also very difficult to figure out. So if if a business owner didn't, have a service like yours for ADP and they were trying to figure all this out, what, when you meet businesses like this and, and you have a lot of small business clients um, and, and you're an advisor to many, many small businesses, what do you tell people when you meet them and, and they're, they're struggling with their own payroll? Well, I, I do help a lot of businesses that are new, and I try to get with them before they start their payroll process so that they really don't have to – they know what has to be done, but they don't want to um, worry about getting in that situation. And then secondly, if the business is already established, unfortunately many times they choose uh, to use a payroll service because they have had a penalty. 
So the penalties come into play when they're either late on a tax payment, and those tax payments have to be due um, depending on whether, uh, whether, when their tax payment is due, so semi-weekly or monthly or quarterly. And if you pay that late, then the percentages get higher and higher. The average tax penalty um, is 800 to $1,000. And if you think about that to a small business, that's significant. So, you know, to to try to pay for that, that could really go towards the service of not having to worry about it at all. So I educate them in, you know, what's involved in payroll and really just making sure that they understand how it works from the distance, but know that they don't have to do it when they're utilizing a company like ADP. And you're right, you know, I've been with ADP for 17 years, and I primarily deal with 1 to 50 employees. That's who I, you know, concentrate on. And I average about 100 to 150 new clients a year. So I'm dealing with people all across the country that are either new or you're rescuing them because they owe money to the IRS or they got a letter from them stating they had a penalty. So that's a lot of times I'm speaking to people that I'm, I'm kind of saving the day. And, and so I imagine that you have a lot of stories to share. And I always love to learn and teach through examples. Is there anything mm-hmm. that comes to mind that you, that, you know, situations that you feel comfortable sharing with us where we can kind of see, like, with specific facts of, of how maybe a small business maybe have gotten into trouble or, or how you helped avoid some trouble? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Just one example that I had this morning actually was visiting a daycare and they've been in business for eight years now. And uh, one, of the, one of the reasons why they outsourced their payroll to ADP is because they were using uh, bank payroll with their particular bank. Um, they were supposed to be sending in the payments, didn't realize they were supposed to be sending them in. Um, and then they got a letter for the penalty and that was from... 2011 that they got this and they're still paying back money to the IRS for that penalty. So from that point, they decided to outsource ADP and have been, you know, happy with the service. So usually it's something that triggers that event. Um, There are other people that, you know, they, if they're having a difficult time with cash flow, uh, they think that the payroll is the last payment to go out. They would rather pay their electric bill or um, their gas bill or whatever the case may be in their business to keep the lights on. But in fact, you really don't want the IRS knocking on your door, um, putting liens on your bank account because you haven't paid them the money. So within ADP, we take the liability for all of that the system that we have actually calculates everything and shows them exactly what they need to have in the account so there's no secrets. Mm, so one of the things okay. I love about ADP, there's no contracts, so they're never in uh, any kind of agreement where they have to stay with us and earn our business every single payroll. So when you say, I want to I follow up on that, you say, They'll always know how much they have to have in their bank account. And this comes into play because you, you mentioned before different schedules of payment. So then maybe they have it every two weeks, maybe it's every month, maybe it's every quarter. If it's every month or every quarter, 
they're having to keep, you know, set that money aside and keep it there until the payment is due. And so what you're saying is sometimes business owners see that little pot of money sitting there and they say, well, I'm going to use that for some other bill. And then when it, you know, next quarter, when it comes time for me to pay payroll, then I'll figure out where to come up with the money to pay my payroll taxes. So ADP has some sort of system you're saying that kind of lets them know, look, you have this amount of money that you're going to have to pay on this date, you know, so that they're constantly aware of what that number is um, and they can manage their cash flow better. So since we don't have any contracts with ADP, we're actually calculating that tax and letting the clients know what they need to have in their account, and then they approve the payroll right there. ADP then goes in immediately and debits that and sends it directly to the agencies. Even though they might be doing a weekly payroll or biweekly payroll and the client might be a monthly or quarterly tax filer, we are still debiting those funds immediately and making those tax payments. If the client... Since we are responsible for that, we're making that tax deposit. So if the client then two weeks later or a month later decides to sell their business for a million dollars and move to the Bahamas, we don't have to worry about chasing them down for the money. They don't have to worry about whether that money is still sitting in their account or not. We've already debited that and made that payment. They can get their W-2s printed, move to the Bahamas, and they're free and clear. So never have to worry about forward money. We take it immediately and make that deposit. Oh, that's good to know. That's very good to know. Okay. So then that, that helps, helps with, our cash with flow. the budgeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I imagine that you all have a lot of great technology products that help keep track of all mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. So and and some sort of maybe online access that the business owners can see and, and all kinds of tools and, and things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, as ADP has been in business since 1949, we actually process payroll in over 100 com- countries. Um, and I say that because we're the largest single depositor to the IRS. We actually have staff of ADPs that sit in the IRS office. So um, I say that because we're a very financially sound company. Um, We've put a lot of money into our technology, but also at the same time that small business owners will know that they don't have to worry about if their tax payments are being paid. And they still have the good local support of me making sure that everything goes smoothly and it's not that you're just passed off to somebody. So the service is there really after the sale. Um, Our technology is magnificent. Um, It's all online. So as small business owners are very busy with their businesses or vacations or whatever they're doing, they would just be able to log right on to their computer, their iPad. We have an app on the phone that they can use. And all they do is just simply put in their information for the hours or salary, and they just approve the payroll from there. They can do it simply sitting at a stoplight in about 30 seconds if they just have a small payroll. So it's very easy. All the reports are out there automatically as soon as they approve the payroll. Um, They have access to be be able to give their CPA access uh, to be able to look at the payroll reports or any bookkeeper that's off-site. So it's very easy for the technology. Um, Employees can look at their pay stubs and W-2s online. 
Um, so yes, the technology is the best. So, and, and clearly you all offer great, great services. Um, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to, to follow up on a couple things you said before and maybe pick your brain a little bit now that we have access to you. Um, what uh-huh. about pe- penalties? You know, what are some of the things that if a business owner is listening to our podcast and they do their own payroll, what are some of the things that they need to be looking out for or aware that there are consequences for? So if they're doing their own payroll and they make a late tax penalty, then it starts out with 2% um, if it's one to five days late, 5% if it's six to 15 days late, and then climbs from there. So it could be a significant amount depending on the payroll. So if a company has two or three employees, might not be as much of a penalty as if they had 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 employees. That's going to be a large penalty, even for one day late. And then if you don't do the quarterly report on time or it is incorrect or missing in the mail or whatever the case may be, then you'll have a penalty for not turning in the quarterly report on time. At the year end, then you have W-2s and the W-3 transmittal that goes to the Social Security Administration. Again, if those don't balance, you're getting a letter from the IRS. If it's not done on time, you're getting a letter from the IRS. So if those come through, those are good reasons to call me. Mm-hmm. So what about what if, what if a business owner is doing their payroll, they're making their calculations, and they're making their payments on time, they're filing their reports on time, everything's on time, but what happens if they're not doing the calculations correctly? Then they're also going to receive a, a, a letter from the IRS or the state agency and tell them that this didn't match. And if there's tax owed, they're going to have to pay the tax plus the penalty. Plus, If they get money back, then they're obviously not going to get any interest on that, but they're just going to get the money back once it's balanced. I see. So the IRS, if it's it's a wrong calculation, the IRS treats that portion as if it was just never paid. So it's under the late penalty fees? The difference, Mm mm-hmm. Yep, if it, okay. whatever the difference is that they should have paid in if it was a wrong calculation. Now, many times if they have a CPA in their world, they can write a letter um, and get that penalty abated the first time. Uh, but usually you may get one, one mulligan, but after that, not so much. Okay, okay. So how, how soon are these miscalculations discovered? I mean, is that something that the IRS discovers right away, or could it be like years later? That's a great question, and a lot of things have changed within the IRS. So I don't want to really speak to the exact time frame as that, because it used to be that you get the letters pretty pretty quickly, but now there's there's so they're so overworked and so overloaded that I'm noticing that sometimes things don't, might not come for six months or a year later. Um, some things come quickly. Different states have, um, I think some states are a little quicker than others. It just really depends. There is no, you just wait for the letter to come, and then you fix it as soon as possible. It seems to me that, you know, if, if you don't get a letter, you know, or, you know for a while, it's it's not necessarily a good business practice to rely on the IRS to make sure you're doing something correctly. 
So in other words, if you say, oh, well, you know, I haven't, re- I haven't heard anything from the IRS, so everything must be okay, that's not a good assumption to make because you could still get a letter, I mean, many, many months later and come to find out during all those months your penalties are just continuing to add up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's really no way that I'm aware of that you can check that to make sure that it's done. If you've ever had to call the IRS, you know, your wait times could be 30 minutes to five hours. So, you know, it's not something that you want to be proactive in doing by calling them and asking them if your if your payroll was correct. They'll let you know. And then you just fix it as quickly as possible. But, you know, these are the stresses that small business owners are trying to prevent. Concentrate on your running your business. Doing payroll is a non-revenue producing task. It's, it's not fun. It's not um, something that you want to spend a lot of time on. So, you know, save the time, save the money, uh, increase your security, ensure the compliance because you're, you're offloading that liability to, to another company, and, you know, let the professionals do the job. So, so any liability, let's say there's miscalculations and, and ADP's done it. What happens then? Oh, we take the we take the liability for any penalties or late tax penal late tax payments, anything uh, that needs to be amended. ADP does it. So you pay for it, you handle it. It's all you. Absolutely, we have an entire tax department that just uh, handles any kind of letters that come across. So if there if it's a client that's utilizing our service, they would send us a letter. We actually research it, send a letter to the IRS or the state agency on the client's behalf, and then send the client a copy of it. Wow. Okay. And you all do – let's talk a little bit about state taxes because we've been mostly talking about IRS. All the different state taxes – you know, we're in Florida. Most of my clients mm-hmm. are in Florida. But mm-hmm. some of my clients do business in multiple states and have mm-hmm. – employees in multiple states. Tell us what happens in those situations. So the general rule for that is you pay state income tax where you live and you pay unemployment where you work. So the business owner, for example, if they're in Florida and they open up a new location in Savannah, Georgia, then they're going to have a state income tax that's paid there for the employees who are working there, and then they're also going to pay unemployment tax to that state because that's where the work is performed. So that's very easy for us to do, of course, because we are an international company. We're set up with all of these states to be able to produce these reports and send money to the appropriate agencies. Where it gets even more tricky is when you get into states like Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania has a lot of local taxes. So it depends on the school district that you're in, the township that you're in, um, a lot of local taxes up there. So uh, we're very fortunate here in Florida that we don't have state taxes or local taxes. So that's interesting. So, So there's other states that would have local local taxes that we wouldn't even think about here because that's just not on our radar. Um, but you all, you're all tapped into that, so you'll know exactly based on an address um, mm-hmm. you know, what taxes would apply to that person. That's right. And, I mean, that's, 
that's the advantage of really utilizing ADP is it's not a small company. So we are, our computers and all of our systems are set up to know by state what's the requirements, by what zip code they're in, by what city they're in, by what state they're in. So those kind of things pop up when we're setting up a new client. Some states actually have to have a power of attorney on file so that we can make their tax depart take make their tax payments for them. So there's a lot involved, not so much in Florida as much as there are in other states uh, with local and city taxes and townships. Okay, so we were just talking about a situation where maybe there's a Florida business and they're expanding and they've opened a, a new location in Savannah and now they're going to have Savannah employees. What about the situation where we have a Florida business that only is located, physically located in Florida, but they have virtual employees that work from their homes and these employees live in other states? How does that work? Mm -hmm. Yep, same situation. If they work out of their home, let's say it's a technology company, uh, if they're working there, that state is going to want their money, even if it's somebody working from home. So they don't necessarily have to have a brick and mortar in that state, but um, that's very common that people might have salespeople. They may be, like I said, a technology company or somebody who travels. Um, so they're going to have to apply for that state income tax and pay to that state and unemployment and pay to that state. Now, mm. sometimes it has to do with how often, if it's somebody who travels, there could be a time limit. Sometimes states will have what they call reciprocity. So um, if they're, you know, Savannah and uh, Bluffton or Buford are right across the river from each other, so a lot of times they do have um, circumstances where they can have reciprocity. So you can get into um, some details about that depending on the business and what their case is. So I imagine that those situations are becoming more and more common um, with, with, with more and more employees working from home, businesses lowering their overhead and office space. Um, mm -hmm. And it sounds that that's, like that could be a very tricky thing. I mean, it's one thing if a, if a business is doing, you know, doing their own payroll here in Florida and, you know, all of their employees live here in Florida and it's all very simple, there's even still some, some technical calculations that could go wrong. But if there's any sort of multi-state component to their business model, then it just gets that much more complicated. Mm -hmm. I had another client that they, they have a chalet in Colorado, and so they go to Colorado for three months, and they work there for three months, and then they come back to Florida. Colorado was wanting their money because that's where they were working for that period of time. So you have to send mm. them that specific money. We call that, just like you said, multi-jurisdiction. You have people that are in different states at different times. It's, it's another a good example of um, professional sports players. NFL teams, they outsource their payroll because if the Jaguars are playing here and then they're playing in New York, they have to pay the, the uh, income tax there to New York and unemployment to New York. Wow. So every place they, have a, they play a football game, they have to pay their taxes there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can get crazy. <laughs> it does, yeah. 
Well, Jessica, this has been great. Thank you so much for sharing all this. I know we could continue talking, but we are out of time. Thank you for sharing your expertise. You've been doing this for a while. You clearly know what you're doing, and we certainly appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Uh, to, again, this is Jessica Bush we've been with today. She's with ADP, and I'll give you her contact information one more time. Her number, direct line, is 904-962-6878. And you can also send her an email at jessica.bush, B-U-S-H, at adp.com. And she'd love to hear from you if you have any questions. I'd like to thank you for listening to us today. Again, I'm Laurie Lee with Elevate Business Law. You can visit our website at www.elevatebusinesslaw.com. And be sure to check back for more episodes with interviews of other business advisors who share their great expertise. Until next time, 